1: Time for Caveman Corner. Presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michigan's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert.
2: Dean Huppert brought his fan club in here tonight. I mean, we have got a, a full house at Monterey. Mexican Bar and Grill.
3: Yeah, this is a great crowd tonight, so we appreciate everybody coming out. We've got a, a great cast of characters tonight, too, along with Mike Faulkner and uh, Director of Football Operations Greg Smith and a couple of our great football players, Colin Fee and Derek Dawson.
2: Absolutely, and uh, we're excited as always. The Cavemen football team coming off a 35-7 to win at Hobart in sectional play Friday. Grant Jablonski kind of uh, got the... Uh, the big snowball rolling there with that 79-yard pick six to start the scoring.
3: It really looked like Hobart had the perfect game plan. They were killing the clock, they yeah. were driving the ball, and then, boom, all of a sudden, Grant <laughs> took off. Afterwards, I said, you know, you haven't played in a couple years, so this is probably your first touchdown in a while. He said, yeah, first touchdown ever. <laughs> wow.
2: So he was pretty excited about it. That's nice. That is nice. And,
3: and Coach Kinder had just talked about last week how well he's playing. And Yeah, how, I mean, he was, he was sitting he here last Grant week. Grant has done a great job.
2: Yep, he was with us here last week, so Perfect timing. That means that uh, Colin and Derek are bound for good yep, things against Riley this week, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> and speaking of Riley, now uh, uh, Mishawaka host sectional play against the Riley Wildcats this Friday night. 7 o'clock at Steel Stadium in round two.
3: Yeah, it should be a great atmosphere. You know, the Wildcats are on a roll here. They've they've won quite a few here. I think five of their last six games, they've scored 40 points, three out of their last four. So the Cats are a tough team, and, and they're hot at the right time, and yeah. we feel like we're hot at the right time. So, Plus, Mishawaka versus South Bend. I mean, that's just great for the area to come out. Absolutely. And see. And Steel Stadium, we're going to have the video board run, and the game will be on 96.1. So it makes for a great atmosphere for high school football.
2: Well, I mean, you mentioned Riley. They're 6-4 and now after their win last week. They hadn't had back-to-back winning seasons since 94 and 95, and now these last two years they've had winning records. So they're uh a... they're on a little bit of a roll themselves, and I know they had a little bit of a slow start, but they've gotten it going here lately. They
3: did. You really can't look at that 6-4. and four. You've got to look at what Jarvis Edison. He has his kids believing at the right time. Right. You know, a Notre Dame grad, a, a guy who does it the right way, and he's building a program, and, you know, we feel like th- this is one that, you don't want to say a game's a trap game, because this is a very credible team. They're coming in here, so it, you can't look ahead in the sectional. Bill Sharp always talked about it, and I know Keith Kinder, Tudor, it, it, that's one of his mentors, but he always said the sectional tournament is the hardest tournament to win because it's over three weeks. You're talking 15 to 18 year old kids, a lot of things can happen, so you got to show up every Friday night.
2: Now, as you said, we've got plenty of guests, so we better get in and uh, get going. Now, Mike Faulkner is with us first of all. How are we doing tonight?
4: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me.
2: Well, we appreciate you coming out here, and, and uh, Mike's the director of operations for Mishawaka Schools, and also, as we were just talking before we went on the air, the father of a couple former. Cavemen, so we better check real quick on on how those guys are doing. Alex Faulkner uh, graduated last year. He uh, is at uh, Army Prep. Is that right?
4: That's correct. Yep, he's uh, about uh, three quarters of the way through his season. Uh, like to say he's uh, he's uh, they're undefeated this year and doing real well for the, the for the Black Knights. And then Austin
2: Faulkner, who was the fullback a couple of years ago, and also of course they both wrestled too, but. He is at uh, University of Indy, you were saying. That's
4: right. He uh, redshirted last year. He's a redshirt freshman, trying to make it down to 184. He's got his first tournament coming up here November the 10th in St. Louis, so looking forward to going out there and watching him. He's yeah. not
3: eating burritos, that's for sure. No, <laughs> I mean, Austin had one of the best highlights a couple of years ago, and he was coming right at me, and it was like a pinball. He did a spin move. It was at Steel Stadium and came around and came right into the camera, and it was, it was the highlight of the night. It was like, that, was, and I I know Mike had talked about it, like, yeah, yeah, you know, he still has that. He still has that video. And I'm yep. like, well, I appreciated it because I didn't have anything yeah. up to
4: that point. <laughs> oh, I've kept that for the archive. No, <laughs> I'm doubt. sure. I mean, that's
3: you got to keep that one,
2: right? Right on. Right Plus, on. he right.
5: went
4: to
2: my alma mater, UND, so you got to take care of those That's guys. right. There you go. Well, now, uh, a lot of different things going on, Mike, and, and uh, one of the big things that we wanted to talk to you about tonight is um, Hall, Mish- of Fame, Mishawaka 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 Athletic Hall of Fame, Mishawaka Athletics Hall of Fame. That's um, right. Nominations are going on right That's now. That's
4: right. Yes. Anybody that uh, that was, you know, a contributor to Mishawaka High School uh, or a former athlete, a coach, a team could uh, can, can uh, be nominated for for the Hall of Fame. Uh, they got anybody can be nominated through till December the 15th uh, there's actually three different areas that uh, you, you can or categories that you can fit in uh, contemporary would be a, a student athlete uh, that has uh, been out of school for the past nine years or okay. so uh, and then you've got your pioneer era which is uh, 50 years plus uh, being out of, out, of, out of school and then you've got your general category a contributor you know, there's so many people that have given so much to Mishawaka High School, whether they're announcing the games or they're keeping stats. Uh, we want to recognize everybody that's, that's contributed sure. to Mishawaka High School, and that's that general category. So, anybody that uh, wants to nominate somebody, they can do that through December the 15th. I think you can do it right on our on our School City of Mishawaka website yeah, or Mishawaka we, Athletic Department.
3: Yeah, we've got it on our website. You can go to cavemansports.com. We have an article there. Uh, people can email me, drop it off at the athletic office, and, and we'll make Make sure, that we get those nominations in. So, kind of exciting. You got your picture
4: up there. Yeah, I was uh, lucky to be recognized. I'm fortunate for that. Uh, 2001 <laughs> class, so that was pretty nice. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you very much. A few years late, but.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how I guess first of all, have, have you received many nominations so far? Have you? We're how's writing, it going right yeah, now? I know the, you're just starting,
3: but yeah, we got but about ten. We just uh, put it out a couple weeks ago. We've got about ten nominations, but the word's starting to spread. We have it out in the paper, and, yeah. and right. now getting it on uh, WSBT radio, people will find out about it. And it's only every other year, too, so yep. it's one of those right. you kind of have to jog people's memory and right. say, right. "Hey, this is the year," and, and yep. then you start getting those. And, and I know you had some people two years ago that
4: were probably right on that bubble, right on the bubble no doubt we had we have a committee of 16 that are former uh hall of fame uh committee or hall of fame members and uh you know there were some really really close ones there's some really good athletes have they've walked those halls in mishawaka high school absolutely and we definitely want to recognize those so um yeah we're going to meet this thursday night again and uh, start the process all over again and and recognize them in the spring
2: all right, you were telling me that, that you're part of the chain gang down on the field on game nights huh, at that Steel I, Stadium.
4: Uh, that I, uh, Is that pretty exciting to be I, down there? I tell you what, I love doing tonight. I appreciate Coach Kinder allowing me to do that. <laughs> I started doing it back when the boys were uh, coming up and playing on Friday night. As and, long as you're not giving him suggestions well, for plays, right? That's exactly right. Sometimes I have to watch what I say because I'm, I'm a huge fan. you know. Right. And I, I try to coach the <laughs> officials out there, so i got to be real careful. So <laughs> That's right. You know, uh, um, Mike, and I, I,
3: I was getting ready call him Mr. Faulkner because he has such an important role at the school. Not only is he with the chain gang, he's been a former assistant athletic director. He was with the parks department for a number of years, so this guy knows a little bit about everything at the school. But when he was on the chain gang, we were dedicating the track and dedicating the strength and conditioning Uh room. Well, he he was part of that dedication, so he had to take his vest off. Come over there, because all the plans I think that I have remember that. On, I think I remember seeing that. All the plans that have gone on from the new track to the new strength and conditioning room. Even you go to the the painting of the gym floor, it starts with Mike Faulkner and his department. And I know he has a great team around him. But you talk about working with blueprints and working with the construction. I mean, there's so many people that you probably, when you're working with the parks department, had no idea all this was
4: coming your way. I really did, not and I tell you what, you know, we couldn't have done without the support of, of of the community. You know, we we told our story about uh, you know we, we based it on on safety, you know, and there's you know, you look at the track. We didn't run a track meet for six plus years because the track was down to the asphalt. So, you know, the the, the lights in the stadium were real dim, and, and the lighting around the stadium, you know, those were those were were scary. We wanted to make sure that people were coming to the to the games, track meets, and so forth were safe too. So, there's a lot of things that were based around safety, and and the community brought, brought into it, and we couldn't have done it without them.
3: And we talk a lot of athletics here. Obviously, it's a sports show, but uh, from the safety to the vestibules when. people... People walk in I mean it's 2018 so they're safe there the windows and you just got a huge project yeah. I can't remember how many doors you said yeah. changing the locks on them yeah you think okay changing the locks right that's, that's a big deal <laughs> but when you're talking about seven elementaries a middle school
4: and a high school right yeah we've got 5,500 doors in our school corporation and we're the basis was we wanted to make sure that our teachers could lock their doors from inside their classrooms and that was the utmost importance if there yeah. was god forbid a intruder that would come in that the teachers would have the ability to lock their doors quickly Know, it, it went from from safety to to roofs that were leaking i mean we had last week counted we had 17 leaks over the uh, over the east gym or the cave oh my goodness uh, so that's been taken care of and the auditorium roofs uh you know it goes beyond that to the mechanical things that all kind of tie in uh with the safety and security and just having a a, a conducive environment yeah i mean it's been a
2: busy couple years for you when you start to think about it with the, all the construction on the the roof and everything else and then everything that was happening at the st- to ADM and That's right. You track. know, and
4: and and I I'd be remiss if I didn't mentioned Dr. Spiker. You know, he had a vision uh, from day one. He put together over two dozen uh, different committees. He put together a high-priority facility committee, and and that was based on the community that came in. So that's that's what really uh, told our story after the everything was assessed, and these were the priorities that came out, and uh, so uh, we're fortunate to be able to get those things done. And
3: getting back to the roof and the cave, impressive job by Midland Engineering. I mean, you, you think about the the angles that they had to match it to the the 1920s
4: type roof that they had that's right and
3: and to patch those leaks and we've been tested this fall too i've gone down there is dry you know
4: (laughs) with all the construction that's you know with from the windows and the roofs and everything mishawaka high school is such an icon and the predecessors prior to us have done a of matching the 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 brick and mortar, A the book. integrity of of, yeah. of that facility, and uh, it continues. So we're very proud of that too.
2: All right, Ma- Mike, uh, can you give us real quick again where people can go if they want to? nominate someone for the mishawaka athletics hall of fame
4: yep you can actually go to mishawaka high school to the athletic department or you can go on online uh, to mishawaka sports and uh pick one up there so uh anybody can nominate anybody but they have to make sure that they've been graduating for nine years uh, okay at this point so.
2: all right great mike we appreciate you coming in tonight Thank you very much, I'll for be you. looking for you out there on the sideline I'll now. I'll be this there week.
4: flipping those downs. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds
2: good. Mike Faulkner, uh, once again, thanks for coming in. And we've got, who's coming in? Who's who's sitting in with us next, Dean? Uh,
3: looks like uh, Greg Smith. So okay. we're going to have Greg coming up next. All right, so Greg Smith, the director of football
2: operations, is going to be jumping in next. We've got that going. Cave in quarter 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, along with Mishawoc Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Steyers. as Caveman Corner continues. Greg Smith, the Director of Football Operations, with us right now. We're going to be talking to Derek Dawson and Colin Fee from the Caveman football team here in a few minutes as well. Thanks for coming in tonight, Greg. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Let's start with what we were just talking about, because... Monumental win last week, obviously, when, when Mishawaka went out to Freed Field and was able to beat Penn for the first time in eight years and claim the NIC North and everything else. And, and you've got a letter in front of you from the IHSAA, is that right?
1: Yes, I do, and I'll read part of it here. Assistant Commissioner Robert Falkins sent this to us and said, Our crew would like to congratulate both Penn and Mishawaka football teams on a well-played, hard fought. Overtime battle between two powerhouses On October 12th Bigger than the game was The sportsmanship, sidelines, decorum And the player respect throughout the contest This game could be used As an example across the country How games should and could be played Coaches and players alike Respecting each other and officials of the game And this was by uh, Andy Simpson He was the crew chief of the uh, Officiating crew And he actually typed that up and sent it to the state And then they forwarded on to us to congratulate uh our program and obviously the penn kingsman
2: that's great i mean especially in a, like you said in a rivalry game like that obviously emotions can get high and and uh, it, it's great that 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 kind of game can be played with so many swings and ebbs and flows and and just the way exciting plays and the way the game came out that that uh, the officiating crew would would uh, send off a report like that i think that's great and and one thing you do as well in, in part of your... What, I'll tell you what. Why don't you just tell us everything that you do do as director of football operations. <laughs> we I will, know the we list. only
3: have about a half
1: hour yeah, left. Yeah,
2: I know. The condensed uh, list, please. The condensed <laughs> list,
1: uh, it's a new position they put in, and it, um, it's it's intriguing, and it's very challenging at times, but it's exciting, and it plays for some of the things I'm, I think I'm good at, organization being one. Um, to break it down, I guess simplest is I try to make the coaches and administrations job as easy as I can. I make it so the coaches can coach more. I was a defensive coordinator for 10 years and I've coached for 20 and I remember a lot of little things I wanted to get done that I couldn't because I was too busy watching film or uh, taking care of a student issue or worried about a kid with grades or something of that age, that nature. So right now um, I like to say I oversee the program K-12. Um, I'm involved in the MFL where we had uh, 120 kids, from, uh, roughly about fifth grade, and then we had 68 more kids in the fifth and sixth grade league. Um, and then I got to go down on Mondays and coach John Young and watch those guys play and get them ready to be at the high school. And we had about 90 kids there, and I, I have to give a plug to my son who was on the eighth grade team, Mason, who's probably <laughs> home listening right now. They uh, finished 6-0 in the conference and won the Big 11 Uh, championship, which Dean put up, uh, it was on the network and everything, at Mishawaka. It was a great night for the kids. Uh, You you know, numbers are down across the nation. We know that. That's not the – I'm not telling anybody. But I think with uh, some of the things we're doing and having that game broadcasted and people getting to see it, kids were talking at school the next day, um, we're hoping that numbers keep going up from things like that. It was really exciting. Even our MFL championship game where my other son played in, He was on the losing end of it, but still they got to see their pictures um, on the big screen and on our video screen and things like that right now is the buzz for all the kids going to be future K men. I was going
2: to say, for any, any kid who's in grade school or middle, I mean any, I mean in high school too, that's a, that's a big deal for them to be able to see that kind of stuff up there on the big board.
3: Well, and we want our varsity coaches across the board to to be the CEOs and look down and, and start at that K-12, through 12. so to be able to tie it together with the terminology and to have one of your varsity coaches come come to a middle school game, it, it doesn't always happen, but that happens happens at mishawaka and we appreciate everything coach smith's doing because it does tie things together and when they see him on the sidelines or in the press box at a Penn game or a mishawaka riley game then they know him and it's easier to talk and communicate and the same right. thing with the parents uh, the parents get to talk to that coach
2: and we were talking something
3: that you do on game day as
2: well you're doing the live stats up there in the booth.
1: I do. I uh, post during the game uh, right now for Max Preps. So people around the country get to log into Max Preps and they can see up to date live stats. And to tell you the size of the pen game, we normally get anywhere from 1,100 to 1,500 hits. Um, on any regular game. And when I got my email this week, they let us know that the Penn game had 23,183 wow. hits. Um, so that kind of tells you the size of that game. And th- that's, you know, across the country. With th- we're, we're talking about teams from Texas, California,
3: um, in that same boat. Mishawaka was ranked fourth in the country. That really was impressive. Fourth in the country on that list with twenty three thousand. that's that shows you how many people were were on that last week for our Mishawaka network. Uh, Matt Rendell runs that. There were over four hundred views, so they were listening to ninety six point one and watching the Mishawaka network. So people are interested in Mishawaka football right now. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we when you can take video
2: on the road and have live video, that's pretty cool. Especially when you we, we have the weather that we had. Yeah, it yeah, it's a
3: little cold It's
2: not like. Sitting that at Garth Brooks. And, it's not <laughs> like we had a, and it's not like we had a bad
3: crowd because Mishawaka fans were yeah. there. I, I thought we had about as many as Hobart did. Absolutely. Yeah. Just talk about the the excitement now. You were out there for the Big 11 Championships with the 8th grade, but the way the team is playing and to be able to be at home in the sectional, you have to be proud of how the staff has stayed together and how, how the team, uh, the senior leadership, uh, you guys go through grades and you're probably always a little bit nervous, but I know you were proud on the field and off the field. Here recently,
1: yeah, this year that was one of the things I was really, really proud of, and, and I can't say enough for Coach Kinder either. Um, being a first year head coach, he, he I always feel like maybe we forgot something. And between the two of us, I'm telling you, this guy's sharp, he um, he doesn't forget anything, he helped with grades. We between the two of us, we made sure. Um, that all our kids were eligible. We had 90 kids go through grade checks, and all 90 were eligible, when we were done. Now that's not it's always gonna, good news. Yeah. It is good news, and that's <laughs> something, I guess, behind the scenes I'm proud of, and I'm proud for our kids, but that tells you the kind of kids right now that we have in our program that are going through, and, and, that, and that shows how much fun it is. They want to be a part of it. They don't want to be ineligible for a grade and not get the chance to be out there on Friday nights with everybody right now.
3: Well, and I think it goes to show that, that accountability. And, it, and just like in our office with Ryan Watson and, and Linda Weber and Sherry Kaiser, we're trying to work together for the kids, but it shows accountability on those kids because they don't want to let their teammate down. Right. They want to make sure they're doing the right things and that they can be out there on Friday night. And, you know, it's a special season winning a, winning a conference and now going to the second round of the sectional. You want to keep the, that momentum going. And it's got to be fun in the locker room. I mean, uh, we get to see it from the outside in the press box and down on the sideline, but you're in the thick of things every day and every night
1: it is this is a really good group of kids as i said before but to take a moment to talk about the staff like you said to spend this much time together you got to like each other and um people have watched this and and they know that this is a special group of guys these guys um these are these guys are teachers first believe it or not coaches second and their dads and these guys put more time in And I know everyone wants to talk about their staff and plug their staff, but I've seen it. I've worked with these guys. I still work with these guys. um, And I see the time that they're putting in with kids. uh, and, And right now it is a fun place to be. Everybody enjoys each other's company. And when you enjoy working hard and being around people, winning's a bonus. Because uh, you know, as hard as we work, winning's never given. Right. Uh,
3: and right now, we just happen to be winning. On top of it, it's icing on the cake. And you've had a few late nights where you're coming back from <laughs> Chicago at two in the morning. Uh, last week, you couldn't have gotten back till eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. I know when I pulled in at eleven, you still weren't there. But it, you're still there Saturday morning, bright and early. Six, seven o'clock rolls around, and nobody's hitting snooze. Yep. Yeah, Keith Kinder and uh, I know Joe Caljordi and my like years before Bart Curtis, myself.
1: Uh, That next morning, win or lose, you're there doing tackle chart, and you got to get it done. And look at the video before kids come in. So, you know, if they're coming in at 9, we've got to get started at 6. Yeah. And those guys are still doing that. They're getting things done early. uh, So, again, the time is – you don't want to keep track of the time they put in.
2: Absolutely. All
3: right. Sean, one thing that they're doing this year on Saturday morning is not to interrupt, uh, doing pool jumps and, and yes. pool workouts on Saturday. That's oh, totally really? different than what you guys have done before.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is. It, it's good for the kids. They're still getting their workout in to get them recovery from the game. Yeah. Um, but right now with the new weights, the new weight room, the coach Sershan and everything that's going on at Mishawaka, it just ha- we're on the cutting edge of things. Uh, this is great for the kids that recover. We used to go on the track, run a few laps and things. Now they get to jump in a pool. Not bad. Uh, and it's really been effective. All right. Well, Greg, we appreciate you
2: coming in. And, and uh, it sounds like your plate is full pretty much all the time right yeah. now. So, it's fun. all right. Thanks again. And uh, I'll see you up there on Friday. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Sounds good. That's Greg Smith, Director of Football Operations for the Mishawaka Cavemen. Coming in next, we've got Derek Dawson and Colin Fee. They will join us. We'll talk about last week's win over Hobart. Looked forward to uh, this Friday's sectional second round as well against the Riley Wildcats. Caveman Corner, 96-1, WSBT, the sports leader. Mexican Bar and Grill, Caveman Corner 96 1 WSBT, the sports leader, along with Mishwank Athletic Director Dean Huppert. I'm Sean Styers. Before we get to a couple Caveman players, Dean. Some uh, some details that you wanted to get to remind everybody Yeah,
3: about. a few sports notes. Congratulations to junior Casey Quintana, uh, qualified yeah. for state and cross-country, and his sister Faith. Uh, she also qualified. The senior was 27, seventh girl in Mishawaka history to qualify. We've also got a huge open house coming up this week. If you want to see the Iron Strength and Conditioning Center, Saturday from 10 to 2, we're going to have an open house, a small presentation at 1245, so the community can come in and check that out. And, of course, we've got seven... P.M. kickoff Friday six and four Riley at nine and one Mishawaka. It's going to be broadcast on ninety six point one FM and the Mishawaka Network on YouTube. And so we got a couple players here. So it, it's great to have Derek Dawson and Colin Fee here. And uh, a great season, boys. Uh, having a lot of fun, aren't you?
2: Yeah. Derek, uh, let, let's let let's start. Tell tell us something about Colin Fee real quick.
5: Well, uh, he's very hairy legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good athlete. I think we uh very big part of our uh, offense, even though he's our wide out all way on the side of the sideline. <laughs> but he does make some good blocks, you know, see him out there, putting that work.
2: And that to Colin and Colin you tell us something about Derek.
6: Well Derek's one of those kids that you always see him flying around on the field, trying to get to the tackle or assisting on the tackle any way he can. He's one of those kids that if the runs coming to his side, he'll just block the hole and they won't get through.
3: <laughs> and we learned nothing about Derek's legs. <laughs>
5: oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> he's, he's got jeans on, so he's, I have shorts on. He's got the hair on his face. So. <laughs> That's right. Yes, yeah. he does.
2: And we were just joking before we came. We were in that last break that, hey, you show up here and you, you come on Caveman Corner, you have a big game. Grant Jablonski was here last week. He had the interception return. Dean was just talking about Faith Quintana. She was here a couple of weeks yes, ago. she was. Now she's heading to state. So I'm seeing big things coming up for both of you guys. I mean, things are already going – Really good. Colin, I, I'm I'm wondering, though, have you ever talked to Coach Shaw about setting you up for trick plays, maybe?
6: I mean, it's always, like, a joke, but, <laughs> I mean, if it happens, it happens. That's, like, as long as the team wins, I don't really care. Yeah. Well, I said, if I, If I'm the only senior, like, well, not even just the seniors, like, I'm the only offensive player who doesn't get a touchdown, <laughs> but we still go to state, I don't care. Things All have gone,
2: th- yeah, and that's absolutely it. I mean, things have obviously gone really well for you guys right, this year. Yeah. It's got to be a lot of fun as a senior, especially.
3: Mm-hmm. One great thing about the the two gentlemen sitting in front of us, both multi sport athletes, a baseball player, uh, Colin Russells, and uh, both outstanding. I know last year you had a had a fun year just at wrestling, yeah. and you're hoping to delay that season a little bit. Coach Sandifer may not want to hear that, but I know he <laughs> embraces that that you play football and that you're working different muscles during the fall.
6: Absolutely. And then I also play baseball as well in the spring, so it's just really kind of rare combination: football, wrestling, and then baseball. So the wrestling coaches kind of joke about that too. So,
2: when you guys had a pretty good uh, spring with the baseball team as well, when in sectionals, and how did how did beating Penn last week compare to that big win you had in regionals over uh, Penn last spring in baseball?
6: Well, in the first game against Penn. It wasn't very good, like the very first one in the very early spring, they kind of get they kind of gave it to us, but then, when we played them eventually at the end end of the season before regional, we knew we could get them. It was just a matter of time putting the pieces together and just going right at them and then when we played them in regional we, were, we knew we could beat them for sure. It was just a matter of clicking at the right time, getting our plays and not making errors or anything.
3: One of the big things, you weren't able to celebrate nearly as long because you had another game coming up that night. (laughs) The football victory, you kind of got to savor just a little bit until we went over to Hobart.
2: Derek, you're uh, the team's second leading tackler right now. You led the team as a sophomore last year. So what kind of goals did you have just not only for yourself but as a team this season?
5: My biggest goal was to uh, bring our defensive team, so that defense side of the ball, together more. I think uh, last year we, we had some trouble with that. I think my biggest goal is to just have fun this year and see what we get out of it.
2: Seems like you've been having a lot of fun out there.
5: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love every minute of it.
2: Go back to that win over Penn last week. What, what are maybe a couple of the big moments that stand out in that game to you?
5: I think some of the big moments were uh, CJ's uh, interception he had. I mean, it was kind of unexpected. We really needed to get the ball, and he just, that's an outstanding player. I think he is a big part of our defense. Uh, some of the runs on offense were the breakaway runs, those were big plays that we needed. And I, I think defense stepping up in overtime. For the last couple of plays, was, a, was one of the big factors.
3: You know, Coach talks about keeping it one game at a time, and I, I feel like you guys really have done that, no matter how big the moment is. When he started talking about you're playing for a championship, That was way back around New Prairie. I can remember the Marist game when he said, you know, October and November, that's when the big games are, and and I saw your guys' eyes at that point. But when he was talking about New Prairie could be a championship game, St. Joe's a championship game, how how were you guys in the locker room receptive to that and making sure that those underclassmen, that the young guys, were staying on point and, and not looking ahead?
5: Well, keeping it high energy in the in the team, and always taking one game at, at a time, you know, making sure we get everything down, uh, prepared for each team we go against. I think having the younger kids uh, rotate in and what what it feels like, you know, preparing for the other that team helps out to keep all the players together and ready for the next opponent. Yeah, and Colin,
3: you guys have had some challenges this year too. You you talk about that track. You had to take your shoes off to get to the football field. Uh, Part of our practice field has been a construction zone. No excuses. You haven't used any of those things and said, poor us, or you just keep plugging along.
6: I mean, challenges are always going to face you in sports, especially whether it be injuries, whether it be the facilities not being as adequate as you think they should be. I mean, we've always prevailed in the face of some di- kind of difficulty. Yeah, so. sure,
3: adversity here or there. Yeah.
6: So it's just one of those things that I think it's walk away. It's like, put it that way. Gotcha.
2: Well, you're a wrestler too, so I, w- I would think that that has to kind of play into your mentality that you were just talking about.
6: I mean, the work ethic always, it's just mission walk. We always play hard. We always come out, you, like in wrestling even. You, like you're gonna wrestle like the number what four or five kid in the state, and you're gonna go out there and give them a match because you're from Mishawaka and you wrestle with the kids in the room every day, hard as you can and just you you're passionate about what you do. And you have to be. If you're going out there and you're not, gonna, you're just gonna roll over. Then what's the point?
2: What weight do you wrestle?
6: Well, last year I wrestled 170. My sophomore year I wrestled varsity 160. This year I don't. We don't really know yet. So I'm either might make a cut to 152, or I may try to wrestle up to 182. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Well, <laughs> all you, right. Either eat,
2: either eat more burritos or, or eat just a little <laughs> bit of rice, right? Right, exactly.
6: <laughs> and you do know
3: you have Riley this week. You guys excited? Uh, home games, sectional semifinal?
6: Absolutely. It's always fun to play in front of the crowd, especially at Steel Stadium with all the tradition and stuff like that. And our crowd's always there to support us.
2: Right, exactly. Derek, you were just talking about the, the interception that CJ had last week. First three games of this season, the defense – wasn't able to cause any turnovers. Now all of a sudden, I think it's what the last seven games since then you're averaging a little bit more than two turnovers a game. So, so where do you think that big switch has come from?
5: I think it's become a uh, goal each game, and a goal that's always been for us is uh, turnovers. Always set up a set up a score two, which also takes a play and a uh, turnover. Yeah, we uh, we also do practice tur- call, something called turnover circuit every day, every day in practice. And I think that is a big factor in uh, our turnovers this, well, this season.
3: I'm not sure which one was bigger. The Adams game was so dramatic because the <laughs> clock was running out right before halftime. That's and right. And we get a pick six. And then Grant Jablonski, I mean, the game was just going Hobart's way at the beginning. But both of those had to have been a rush to see, like, game changers. Oh, most definitely.
2: Well, it, you mentioned – and Jay Kasiski is the one who had the interception there against – Adams, and, and he's a guy who is kind of what the nickel back, the dime back, and then all of a sudden these last couple of weeks he started at linebacker, he started oh, right. at cornerback, and then Tyler Pearson has stepped in as well. I mean, you talked about the young guys. Unfortunately, you've had some injuries on on the defensive side of the ball, but guys have been able to kind of step up and keep things going.
5: Yeah, they. Uh, it's, it's very. It's very exciting to see those guys just come out of nowhere and just start for us. Uh, give them opportunity, and they have really taken advantage of that.
3: And, Derek, you've already signed for baseball, right? Not signed, but committed, verbally Probably committed? Verbally
5: committed to Evansville, and uh, I'm very fortunate of that. Very, very glad I got that experience and just to be down there with those guys to see how it is. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, solid program.
2: And you're a catcher with the baseball team as well. Is one sport your favorite over the other?
5: I think I love the uh, atmosphere of football better than baseball. But there's nothing better than hitting a home run or uh, throwing somebody out at second base. You know? Now, that that's better
2: than making a big hit on a guy or causing a fumble even?
5: I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. You, know, sometimes <laughs> you the see moment. his grin. <laughs> <It depends laughs> the season, so.
3: Well, I'd love to see him be a catcher this week. <laughs> Catch one and then hit the home run and take it on back. That would be oh, awesome yeah. to see.
2: <laughs> that's right. Colin, is a senior for you, what would it mean for this team to, to keep going and have a chance to to win a sectional and, and even beyond that?
6: Well, beyond that, it'd just be amazing to like as, have the, even opportunity to we'll go to regionals, like and possibly win that if we went out make out sectionals and win that too. And I've been part of the teams that have got made it to regionals, and it's just one of those things. It's just the atmosphere is like next week, next week, next week win, 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 just keep winning, and then eventually, if you are to make it the state, which I've been fortunate enough to where I've had experiences, my dad's told me about him, what it's like to win state, and it'd be cool to, like, be, have that experience as well, Right. because he said it was just, like, playing with your brothers as long as you can, and then when it's gone, it's gone, Right. you really don't get to see him, and, like, Coach Kinders talked about, because he'd won two state championships as well, talks about, what it's like to get with your friend, your uh, old teammates, 20 years from now, and talk about all the great experiences. It's not even just winning the games either. It's like the little practice things. Like, remember when so and so did this or so and so did that, and it's the, just the funny parts of and like the great parts that you remember.
2: Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, coming in. Congratulations on a great season to this point, and Thank good you. luck, and and hopefully keep on going in that direction. Absolutely. All right, Colin Fee, Derek Dawson from the Mishawaka Keepmen football team want to thank our other guests again from earlier tonight Greg Smith and Mike Faulkner any quick things before we wrap things up Dean
3: no great job boys thank you yep. very much good luck. Uh, good luck this Friday and again game time seven o'clock Riley at Steel Stadium
2: yep absolutely and you'll hear it right here on 96.1 WSBT the sports leader